The Owner's Box is part of the In The Money Podcast Network. You can always log on to inthemoneypodcast.com where you can follow along. You can subscribe to the free newsletter. And not only do you have the Owner's Box, but also shows such as the Players Podcast, JK Plus One, The Matt Vernier Show, Redboard Rewind, Nick Luck Daily, Talk Racing to Me, In the Ring with Acacia Courtney, and Off Track with Maggie. So lots of great things to listen to. Just head over to inthemoneypodcast.com. Welcome to the Owner's Box. Now, here's Billy Koch and Michelle Yu. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of the Owner's Box. I'm Billy Koch, founder and managing partner of the Little Red Feather Racing Club. Joining me from Lexington, Michelle Yu. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hey. Hey. We're, we're like five minutes away from each other. I know. It's great. I can probably look out my window and see you. It's ridiculous. Michelle uh, flew in today. She has a big seminar for uh, Medallion Racing tomorrow to go over the Derby. And we are not going to have a guest today. So if you're interested... Well, we have in... a half a guest. We have a half a guest. Well, yes. We have uh, the great Jonathan Kinchin, who is joining us to talk all things Derby. He's going to give us some Derby pointers. But Michelle and I thought... We've been doing this for about six years, and we do our contender pretender list. Billy, uh, every time we do the episode, it's more years. Six years, eight years. Who cares? Ten years. <laughs> um, so we're going to have JK come on and join us um, here on the uh, In The Money Media Network. You got to say that, right, Michelle? Good job. You yep. did a good job. Okay. Um, and we're going to talk all about the Kentucky Derby. So we're going to do that soon. But before we do that, we have... Three things of no do do do. That almost sounded like three golden rings. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> it's three five golden rings. Two All right, number bells. one, Michelle. What what do you want to talk about today? Number one on my three things of note is definitely the debut of possibly the best three-year-old in John Sadler's barn. And his name isn't Rock Your World. <laughs> no, his name is Flightline. He wow. won like, a, like an absolute freak of nature the other day. They paid a million dollars for him. Costa Hronis, uh Summerwind Equine, I believe, and West Point Thoroughbreds teamed up. And uh, he was simply smashing. I don't know what else to say. Fla- Flavian Pratt, I don't think I've ever seen him not move in a race and go 108 and change. And I mean, that horse was barely in a gallop. Now, I want to just set the record straight. The track record at Santa Anita is very fast. It's like 106 and change, so he wasn't anywhere close to that. But if maybe he had been whipped, encouraged, urged, or allowed to actually run for the entire race, there is a chance we could have gotten close to that. Maybe. He was awesome. Congratulations. Now, do we keep him short, or do we let him go long, or is that dependent on how Rocky World runs in the Derby? You know, I think you manage the horses as they need to be managed and you don't worry about other horses. So I think for him, um, knowing the connections, uh, they're 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 gung ho and they're they're up for challenges. And it wouldn't be wouldn't surprise me to see him in, you know, the race, maybe like the, the they it used to be the King Bishop. King That's Bishop. Well, the run happy. Isn't that the run happy King's Bishop or something? I think something? it's the Jerkins Here's, now. I think they call it the Allen is, Jerkins. No, I thought the Jerkins was a, was a long distance race. No, I don't think so. Am I wrong? You okay. might be wrong. You know, here's my here's the thing though. Yeah, what's the Costa thing? Hironis yeah loves to run in California. He does, but the only race here is that Las Barrera, so maybe he runs in that. Well, well, I mean, why not use that as like a stepping yeah. stone to the Bing Crosby sense. or whatever? At, at, well, uh, you're not going to face Delmar. older at Del Mar right away, are you? If you're going to, I think they're going to stretch know. this horse out, so we'll see. But okay. congratulations, Flightline, 
uber impressive. Point two, Michelle. Costa, if you're listening, I want to know what happened to his butt. Okay. We, yeah, he has a big scar. We know that. You talked about it on Twitter. Ad nauseum. No, someone else mentioned it. Oh, I Thank thought you very it was you. Um, I just, they asked me what it was. I said, there's I a big day on know. Friday at the, on the uh, Churchill Downs. Uh, it's called Kentucky Oaks Day. And Michelle and I, when we, when I picked her up from the airport, we were talking about the Oaks. What a grab bag this race is, Michelle. Yes. This is just like, close your eyes and pick a horse. And for sure, something good's going to happen. You're absolutely going to be able to, I think, make some money on the day. Um, it's, it's a really, really good race. All right, it's let me, super I'm gonna, wide open. I'm going to put you to the test. If you can't take travel column, search results, or Malathot, who will be the three favorites, not in that order. Malathot will okay. probably go favored. You cannot pick them, but you can give me one horse to bet your children's life savings on. Who would it be? Pass the champagne, of course, Billy. Hello. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> my, I would say my three like long shot horses that I like are Crazy Beautiful. Yep. Pass the champagne. Yep. And... I mean, yeah, Pauline's yeah. Pearl. I mean, I like the way Milfuel has looked this week, but I don't think she's maybe as good on paper as Crazy Beautiful or Pasta Champagne. What about Pauline's Pearl? Pearl. Paul, say that ten times really fast. Pauline's Pearl. Yeah, yeah. She hasn't done anything. I mean, literally, she's twenty to one. Hasn't done anything wrong in her whole. I I think she's going to get bet a little bit. And do you think Steve Asmussen and Ricardo Santana Jr. win on big days? Yeah, right. I Definitely. Mean, always. I would use her. My little here's my sneaky forty to one shot. You ready? Okay. Will's secret. Thirty to one on the morning really? line for Dallas Stewart and John Dallas Court. Stewart. Dallas Stewart. Remember that name. Lemons Forever. Never heard this of guy, him before. Yeah. This guy always on these big days, he strikes. And this horse right. did not run too badly behind Malathot and past the champagne last time. Had kind of a wide trip that day, a hidden wide trip, and ran really well in the honeybee the time before and beat Pauline's Pearl that day. So that's my secret will. That's my secret will secret. My name. Okay. And it's a secret, but not a secret. Do you anymore. know um, I actually hit that Oaks Derby double with Lemons Forever? I totally And I did played not know a that. big win bet on her because I had gone up to like the director's room and there was a plate of cookies and all the cookies had like different silks on it. And the only ones left for lemons was that horse was lemons forever. And so I was like taking them. And then Her. I. What? Oh, the cookies. You were taking the, the cookies. cookies. Okay. I was taking the cookies and yes. eating the cookies. You were eating and the cookies. then like later something else happened. It was it was like had to do with lemons or lemonade or something. I'm like, it's a hunch play. I have to play this horse. And you did it. And I did. It was amazing. Did. The um, double paid like 800 and some odd bucks for two bucks. There's some great races on Friday. Um, I'm really excited to see the likes of. Um, uh, Aunt Pearl, who makes her 2021 debut in the Edgewood. She's four to five on the morning line for Brad Cox. She won the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. She's undefeated. She's really good. And also Maxfield, who's a huge favorite in the Ali Sheba. He's four to five on the morning line. Um, those two horses are very, very good horses. They're going to be very low prices. So it'll be interesting how to kind of construct a pick six ticket or even any uh, – kind of horizontals with those horses in it how about the la troyenne the la troyenne is is, uh, crazy is, is a really good race there are some really you know what i like um i think i like dunbar road 
coming off the layoff for Chad. Do you? Yeah, she was. She's one for one at Churchill. She likes the track. She's very fast, um, sheet wise. And um, the only thing I worry about is there's not I, I, there. There is a little bit of pace. I don't know <clears throat> how fast Paris Lights really is, but she dares the mm-hmm. devil's going to be out there winging it. She's kind of like the. The new, uh, she's like the younger version of Monomoy Girl, right? She won the Kentucky <laughs> Oaks last year. Um, she's very good. She's solid. She had a comeback race, so she has a little bit, uh, maybe more fitness than Dunbar Road. But I would expect Dunbar Road to come back firing. I've always been a big fan of hers. How you feel okay. about that? Uh, I'm. I, I I'm not giving anything. That's just, five to two. I'm not giving anything. I I was a big. I love Shady Dares at Devil last year. She was my Oaks play, so I'm going to stick with her. But my. I want to play her with Envoutante. Envoutante. I just like saying that. Envoutante. 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 Okay. If I say Envoutante, All right, here's no what one we're would know do. what I'm saying. Um, the point number three is obviously the Kentucky Derby, Michelle. I think Churchill Downs is saying about 20,000 people out there. Uh, awesome. They just passed a rule in Kentucky that you do not have to wear your mask if you are outside. And oh, so really? So that'll be interesting. Yes. That. No, new, new, that you heard it here first. You heard it here on okay. the owner's box. So it will be interesting to see uh, um, uh, the maskless community out at Churchill Downs in force for the Kentucky Derby. And what a great card. We're not going to talk about the whole card um, when J.K. joins us in, in moments. But, Michelle, um, the uh, Turf Classic is awesome. It feel, I'm just going to read you these horses because I'm sure you like all of them. Master of Foxhounds, who you like from Southern California, right? Baltus. Mm-hmm. Count Again, who was flying at the finish of the Kilrow last time. Remember for Phil D'Amato at 16 to 1? I do. Colonel Liam. All I he's used done... him, actually. Thank you very much. Of course you that did. That day. Um, Colonel Liam, all he's done is he won the Pacific, uh, what do they call that? I mean, the um, Pegasus, the Pegasus. Invitational. Then he came back and won a, a grade two at the fairgrounds. He's won his last three starts for Pletcher. You have Ivar who won the grade one Shadwell last year, ran fourth, beaten only two lengths in the Breeders' Cup mile, which I didn't know until I looked at the form. Domestic spending, who's lost one race in his life. He makes his four-year-old debut for Trad Brown. Digital Age, who won the Turf Classic last year. Well, it was in September. Smooth Like Straight, one of your favorite horses, who figures to be on or near the pace for Mike uh, McCarthy. Cross Border, who was third in the in the uh, uh, Pegasus. And then ride a comet who just ran second in the Maker's Mark to Raging Bull, and I mean this is a this is a great race. This, this is, is my the kind of race. races that we get on the Derby undercard. Yeah, but this is my favorite race. That's my favorite race, and you get to see Gamine. Can she? She can't lose, right? <laughs> I didn't look at Gamine's race actually. She, I, she can't, she I just can't now got Churchill PP, so I haven't even able to handicap it. Yet. All right. Well, you get to see Gamine. You have a great race, uh, some great racing on Saturday, and we're going to talk about the Derby. We're going to call JK right now, get him on the line, and uh, we'll be right back. Awesome. We have one of our favorite people and one of the, the, big, the big guns. No, you're always our favorite, but oh, we have oh, one of the sorry. big guns on uh, the In the Money podcast network, uh, media network, I should say, and that's Jonathan Kinchin. Jonathan, thank you for What's joining up, us. JK? What's the word? I'm, uh, I just left the track. I'm getting ready to grab some Cuban food, one of my favorite places in Louisville, Havana Rumba, and oh, then I'm Havana going to, Rumba. And then I'm going wrestling. I'm going to see if I can get uh, if I can get me and Michelle in the ring. I'm going to body slam her. That would be amazing. <laughs> is this is there mud involved? Is this uh, wait, like? Wait, I thought you were the ring girl. That's how we got these tickets, right? <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. Oh, uh, that's what I heard. I, I was promised J.K. topless with a sign. 
Whoa. <laughs> is this like, is it, will there be, is this like old school or is this like stripes? Is it anything like that or no? I have, I have no idea. It's like, it's I've only been to Jones midget wrestling. From... Oh, you're, oh, Matt Jones. <laughs> you guys are going to have a great time. Matt yeah. Jones is the best. Yeah, you guys, we're looking forward you guys will have, all right. Be we don't have a lot of time. JK, I know you've, we know that you've spoken about the Derby all week. The draw was today. Um, what we do on this show is we do a contender pretender. So we can go, we're just going to rip through them. I have it in front of me with post position order. I'm going to go contender or pretender. We can talk a little blurb and we could just go through this and give people a chance. Um, ready? Are you guys ready? Yep. Okay. Yep. Let's get well, ready to rumble. Oh, I've always wanted to say that. Good job, well, Michelle. I just did it. I know. All right. you, you beat me to the And punch. just so you know, JK, I actually keep track of all of our contender pretenders. That way, afterward, there is no going back and saying, like, yeah, I fucking told you I liked that horse. Yeah, and you have to talk okay, like yeah, that, the too. Best part, yeah, the best part is, is that I don't have my PPs in front of me, so this me is neither. Like I, do this off the top of my head. I right. haven't even no, seen PPs we're going yet. Top Literally, of the head. I was looking on DRF, and they weren't even out for me. Where we're going, we don't need PPs. Uh, all right, here we go. Ready? Known agenda draws the rail. Uh, I'm just going to call it out. Uh, JK, uh, contender or pretender? Contender. Nice price, too, because people are going to think he can't win. Good call. Michelle? Contender, but I don't love the rail draw for him. Uh, ever since he uh, got blinkers on two starts back, he's been unbeatable. I don't care about the rail. Absolute contender. All right? We're all on the same page. All right. Number two, like the king, JK. Uh, pretender, I have a better chance of training a two-year-old uh, to win at Keeneland next April. Beautiful. Michelle? Pretender, I think he runs last. Bingo. I'm pretender, too. We're all on the same page. Brooklyn Strong drew the three. was the last horse in. And let's give a shout-out to Umberto Raspoli, who got a mount. All right? Brooklyn Strong. JK? Uh, pretender. Um, Pete Fortitelles from Brooklyn, he's got a better chance of winning the Derby. Michelle. <laughs> Pete, Pete, wait, Pete's in the car with me right now. JK says you have a better chance of winning the Derby than Brooklyn Strong. <laughs> um, I'm also going to say Pretender. I mean, I'm, I'm all for a maiden 40, but uh, just I don't think this is the one. Pretender. But it is nice to see OBS April $5,000 purchase, and they're going to the Derby. I like things like that, so good for them. Number four is Keep Me in Mind, Robertino Diodoro, Spendthrift, Cypress uh, Creek, JK. Um, I'm going to say contender. Um, I, I don't think he can win the race. I don't think he can win the race. I think he can be involved in exotics. Uh, Mike Maloney, a friend of our podcast, one of the best horse players I know, likes this horse. Um, I respect him. Contender underneath. Ooh. Okay, so we do we do that like a contender with an asterisk. Yeah. Exotics contender. Exotics contender. There Michelle, do you agree with that? No, I say he's a pretender. I'm and I, I love Deodoro, and I love Sean, and I hope the horse runs better than I expect him to. But I, I know everyone kind of talking about his 46 and change work this week, but I don't know if that's, like, the best way to win the Derby. Blinkers off for Deodoro. I'm going pretender as well, even though J.K. is much smarter than I am. Uh, St. Hood drew the five-hole Todd Pletcher, uh, China Horse Club and Windstar. J.K.? You know, I, I think last time was the time for him on that surface. Uh, look, I, I don't think that he's impossible fourth or fifth, but I'll say pretender. Michelle? 
Pretender. Pretender for me, too. I don't think this horse has much of a chance, and he's going to be a huge price. So put him in your supers uh, because I said he has no chance. Uh, o Basos, Bernard Racing, Tag Team Racing, West Point, Greg Foley, a son of Orb. O Basos is the sixth. There's kind of a lot of chatter about him, I feel. Uh, let's go to JK. Little wise guy for me. Um, I'll go pretender. Michelle? I've been calling that since like three, four weeks ago. I said, watch, Obesos is going to end up being your wise guy horse. I did all the sentiments, so pretender. I'm saying pretender as well. Now, here is the wise guy horse. Mandaloon, the seven. Judd Mont, Brad Cox. This is a wise guy special. JK, are you hearing the same things I'm hearing? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go contender. Uh, and here's a funny story I haven't told yet. Today before the draw, I saw Brad in the restroom. And we started talking about, and I asked him about Mandaloon, and he started to tell me the answer. And then my producer started yelling at me in my ear, where was I? I have no clue what he said to me, but I'm going to go with contender. Michelle? Oh, my gosh. JK, we got to start teaching and listen with both ears. Uh, I'm going to also say contender. I loved his last couple of works. I think that he's a horse that we can just draw a line through his last effort, and he seems to be coming around into some good form at least in the mornings, and I think he's really intriguing here. One for one at Churchill. I know the Cox Barn likes this horse. JK, what he was going to tell you is that they have no idea what happened last time. They have no excuse, but remember, he was 6-5 to five in the Louisiana Derby, and he just threw a stinker. So uh, this son of into mischief for Judmont is absolutely a contender based on just everything we're hearing. Uh, let's move right along, and JK, we're flying. Eight is Medina Spirit. There's a gentleman named Bob Baffert who trains this horse for Zedan Racing Stables. $35,000 purchase. Gary Young will give him credit. Um, this horse really hasn't done a lot wrong. JK, is he a contender or pretender? I mean, look, I think you could you could easily say he's a contender, but when uh, when the silver hair is involved, you have to be a little bit more strict. And I'm going to say pretender. This horse is going to take some money just because of the connections. Michelle? I'm going to say contender, gate to wire for the win. Interesting. I'm torn on this. And you know what? I'm going to go with JK, though, and say contender because of just... No, JK said pretender. Oh, I'm going to go with Michelle. That's what I meant. And say contender just because of my overall respect for Mr. Baffert. I think you have to say contender here. Uh, The nine is the show's favorite horse. Uh, we had JK, as you know, we had Bill Strauss on the other day. He's uh, He hasn't slept in now three weeks leading up to the Derby. I was with him this morning. I have to say I saw Hot Rod Charlie on the track today. I thought he looked really good. Uh, Doug O'Neill trains, Roadrunner racing, great story. Um, I uh, Hot Rod Charlie, uh, JK. They screamed really loud when they drew the nine, and I interviewed Doug O'Neill and asked why. He said, I think they were going to scream no matter what the number was. Um, (laughs) Doug's Doug's won this race twice. This horse ran well at a mile and three sixteenths. The distance isn't going to be an issue. I'm interested. I think he's a contender. Michelle? 100% contender. This horse is going to run top three. I, you know what? I like both of your guys' confidence. I'm rooting big time for Billy Strauss and the entire Strauss family, and I think he's a contender as well. You have to. The 10 is Midnight Bourbon, Steve Asmussen for Winchell Thoroughbreds. They've won some big races over the day, oh, 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 over the years. Uh, JK, is Midnight Bourbon a contender or a pretender? Consistent, very consistent. Typically, I'm a pick six, pick five player. 
on Derby Day because I'm, I'm probably a little bit too intoxicated by the time the race comes around to try to construct trifecta tickets. He would be my trifecta key, I think. He's a consistent horse that always shows up. So that didn't answer. Are you contender or pretender? Oh, I think that makes contender. him a borderline sorry, contender. Sorry, sorry. I think it makes it a borderline contender. Yeah, contender, contender. Michelle? Well, for, so I completely agree. I don't necessarily think he can win. Like his come home times are a little on the slow side, but I think that he can absolutely hit the board. And so for me, he's an exotics contender. I like it. And his sheet pattern, I know I'm the probably the only Thurgraph player on here, but it's it's very uh, forward moving. He just ran a new top, which is a three. Interestingly enough, if you're following the sheets and you're listening to the show, there are many of these horses that run in that three, four range. Um, and so they're all contenders. I'm going to go against it. I'm going to say pretender, even though I pretender. like this pattern. I'm just going to go against the grain from you two. The 11 is dynamic. Can I, wait, wait, I want to yeah. add an asterisk to that yeah. real quick. Yeah. I, I just want to say we've watched this horse be bad now on two occasions in the morning. He got loose the other day when he was getting a bath. He didn't go anywhere. He just ran around the poop trail, which really no big deal. It's not necessarily what you want to see from your derby horse that week. And then today he schooled in the paddock and he was really on his toes. He came over with two handlers. He left with Steve Asmussen at the end of the shank. And there was like 10 people there. Yeah, okay. So what's going to happen when there's 20,000? I mean, he's kind of lucky there's not 150,000, but like a lot of other people could really ramp this horse up to maybe leaning towards a negative. I'd say keep a close eye on him on day of if you're going to use him. We're halfway through, Michelle. Great points. Great. But by the way, this the first half went amazingly well. Uh, the 11 is Dynamic One, Rapoli, St. Elias, uh, Todd Pletcher. This horse uh, was second by head in the Wood Memorial. JK. Um, yeah, pretender. Uh, look, I mean, when a three to one shot wins and a collapse and you run second uh, coming from out of it as well, there's not a whole lot to grab onto. I'll say pretender. Michelle? Pretender. I'm pretender two on dynamic one. Let's go to helium. That's the 12 DJ stable, a $55,000 purchase. We love that. Mark Cassie, JK helium. Yeah. I made a joke that didn't make sense, but I'm going to keep doing it. Cause it sounds good. Um, if helium wins, I'm going to fly home in a hot air balloon, even though that has nothing to do with helium. I still like the joke and I'm sticking with it. So I don't care if it doesn't make sense. I thought Michelle would, <laughs> Michelle, can you do a helium voice? I can definitely try it. I can sound just like JK if he flew home and then he took all the helium. Helium is a pass wow. for all three of us. Speaking that of was flying amazing. Home. That was amazing. Speaking of flying home, JK, today when I was flying into the bluegrass, our plane was delayed. I only had a 47-minute layover as it was, and we left an hour late. They made up a ton of uh, time in the air, so we actually touched down like only 17 minutes late, so I still had like 22 minutes to make it to my gate. I pulled the uh, up the alley run that you absolutely love. That's a great name for a horse too. Oh, Thirteen hidden stash for BBN Racing, Victoria Oliver, JK. Uh, pretender. I, I like the BBN group, but I, I don't care for this horse in this race. Michelle. Pretender. Me pretender. too. Pretender. Can the I say something mean? No, we don't say mean things on the owner's box. What do you want to say? Can I say something observant? Yes. And this is not just pertaining to Hidden Stash. There's several in here that meet this qualifications. Go ahead. Sometimes. Okay, remember we had Gary Barber on last week, and he was saying, I want my horse to run or work well because if I'm going to be 40 to 1 in a race, I want to be 40 to 1 with a chance. Sure. Right? I feel like there's maybe six, seven horses in this field that didn't need to enter and they just wanted to be in the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. But, like, we don't have to run 20 horses every year, do we? 
We don't have to, but it's a once okay. in a lifetime opportunity. I've never run it, right. Michelle. I don't believe you have. And if you have nope, the chance, nope. you might want to take it. So that was a fifty thousand dollars purchase. Unless you're someone like Gary Barber. Gary Barber doesn't need to. The favorite, the morning <laughs> line favorite, and the what I think will be a a probably a prohibitive favorite come post time is the fourteen essential quality Godolphin. We had uh, our good friend Jimmy Bell on the show a couple weeks ago. Brad Cox, uh, J.K. I, I imagine he's a contender. Yeah, absolute contender, and, and he's uh, – I haven't decided fully yet, but he's, he's likely my pick here. Look, I think his numbers are faster than people think they are. He continues to go in the right direction, and, uh, and, and Brad Cox said on JK Plus One that after his first work, he looked at his assistant and said, that's our Belmont horse. He says he never gets tired. He's going to be able to handle the distance. Uh, I like where he drew as well. Michelle, I'm assuming contender as well for the favorite. Contender. I was, I was like kind of trying to hate on him all year long. And then finally in the bluegrass, he showed me like some grit, some determination, some fortitude. And that's what I wanted to see from him because that's what you need to win a derby. Intestinal fortitude, the contender and favorite essential quality. Let's move right on outside. I have a feeling this is going to be your second choice. This is the 15 rock your world for Hronis. Um, John Sadler was very impressive in the San Diego Derby. Everybody was talking about his gallop out. This was the whole jockey controversy. Uh, Joel Rosario lands here. Uh, JK, uh, are you a Rock Your World fan? Look, I mean, I, no. Um, I, I don't necessarily want to call him a pretender because he's, he's good, but I do not like him. So I'm going to go pretender. I'm not saying that if you should just completely cost the horse, but I am because – he reminds me a little bit of a horse that I fell in love with once upon a time, and that was Sydney's Candy. I was it's a little bit different situation. Sydney, Sydney ran on the uh, on the poly, but the pace wasn't particularly fast. He, he got loose and he wired. And uh, is he a turf horse? Is he not? Is he a turf? I just I, I, if if he wins, I lose. Um, I'm going to try to beat him in this spot. The pace is going to be faster. He's going to deal with better horses closing into him. The distance is longer. I'm going to try to beat him. Michelle. Uh, I'm going to say he's a contender, but I don't love his draw. I know people are going to say, oh, he's towards the outside. He's going to be clear. I just think for a lightly raced horse like him, trying dirt for only the second time and the first time he didn't have any issues, like with kickback or traffic or anything, this is going to be a whole other animal. And I'm just a smidgen concerned with how far outside he is. I I tend to agree. I love both of your analysts. Analysis, I should say, of Rock Your World. I feel exactly the same way. Ran a big new top in the San Diego Derby. I don't think he's going to have his the things his own way this time around. I'm going to call him a contender, but I have the same worries. The 16 is King Fury, who just got in for Kenny McPeak and Fern Circle Stables, Three Chimneys. Uh, ran huge in the Lexington in the slop. I don't think we're having slop on Saturday. Uh, is King Fury a contender, JK? Last time was the time, pretender. Michelle? Pretender. I'm with you guys. Pretender. Highly motivated figures to get a lot of action. He was second in the bluegrass to essential quality. Drew the 17 hole for Chad Brown. Looking for his first derby. I know Chad really likes this horse. JK, can this horse win the derby? Yeah, I would say he's a contender. I mean, he's got to find a little bit. But, you know, he ran extremely well against a horse that I think will be the favorite and, and a horse that I'm leaning to pick. So i got to give him some credit for that. And, and I think it's a mistake, and it's basically irresponsible to think that we're going to keep Chad out of the winner's circle on the first Saturday in May too much longer. Michelle? I put him as a pretender for the win, but a contender for underneath. He Cheating. already got beaten by essential quality, Cheating. and he threw down. 
but I'll say that I loved his last work. I loved it. Um, I thought it was, he showed like just a brilliant instant acceleration. But since then, the Clockers reports have been like poo-pooing the way he's been galloping. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm going to say contender because I have great faith in Mr. Brown. And uh, I'm with JK that I think he's going to win one of these one of these days, and, and this might be the day. 18 is super stock, got a perfect trip in the Arkansas Derby. JK, can uh, Irv Woolsey and Keith Asmussen and that crazy crew uh, of Asmussen's come home in the Derby? Super stock. Uh, pretender. I, I think when you when you start an introduction with had a perfect trip in X race, <laughs> then you want to try to beat them the next time. There you go. Michelle? Uh, I'm going to say Pretender, but an exotic source. Okay. I'm going to say Pretender. Soup and Sandwich through the 19 for Live Oak Plantation. We've seen those silks for a million years. They are unbelievable owners. Uh, Mark Cassie trains this horse. Uh, we ran second to known agenda in the Florida Derby with a big number on the sheet. You ran a one, which is very fast in here. JK, does Soup and Sandwich have any chance? Oh, I don't think so. I think he's a Pretender, but I think he's very important. Uh, being drawn outside of Rock Your World, he's got to kind of go and, and, and help this pace stay honest. Michelle? I also have him listed as a pretender, although I've, I've, I like the way he's been training. I think he actually is progressing forward since we saw him in the Florida Derby. He's a little bit lazy, so I think some people get like a negative connotation of him in the mornings, but he really perks up when he has company. Unfortunately, his name can never win a Kentucky Derby. I agree. I do love his name, but he probably can't no, see No, I don't like his name no, no, for no. Kentucky Derby, No, no, no. I like right? his okay, name, yeah, yeah. but I don't like it to win the Derby. Bur okay, good, The last horse, JK, how about that for 10 minutes? Bourbonic, the 20, Todd Pletcher, he was the long shot that you talked about at 73-1 to 1 that won the Wood Memorial last time for Calumet Farm. He's way outside. Is he a contender or a pretender? Um, he's a pretender, but man, oh man, I want him to win. I absolutely <laughs> love Kendrick. If, if, if Kendrick. if Kendrick doesn't make you smile just looking at him, you know, you've got issues. And so I, I'm, I'm happy uh, for Kendrick's success he's had this year. I'd love for this horse to win, but I just think he's good enough. Michelle? I think he's a pretender, but uh, I have to echo those sentiments. There's actually a lot of connections this year that – even if you don't like the horse, if they win, you'll be really excited for them. Um, and I think that makes it really fun. I think so, too. I think he's a pretender as well. And I think it's going to be a great derby. I think it's – here's – let me ask you this one last question, then I'll let you guys go. I feel like it's wide open, but then when I start looking and really talking about it like we just did – I feel then like you just talk yourself a, off a bunch of well, horses. Well, and there's only really a handful of horses that I could really see winning. Like, and and it boils down to essential quality. How he to me on at least number wise, and J.K. pointed this out. He's by he's run the two fastest uh, races of anybody. Um, two, not just one, two, and they're much faster. So um, it's his race to lose, in my opinion. I think a lot of times, and, and how many times have you guys seen this, when two horses run against each other, then they run back against each other, and it's almost it's the same outcome, right? It's So I see that essential quality over highly motivated, and all of us going, I can't believe two favorites ran one, two. You know what I mean? I just, I, I feel that. JK, am I on to something, or am I crazy? Yeah, I mean, look... Uh... If you're watching the race live, I was at the Bluegrass. I mean, it always looked like Essential Quality was going to run by him. I mean, I know it looked a little bit desperate in the pan when you're looking at the, the replay, but it always looked like he was going to run by him. And, and he absolutely has an opportunity to improve as the distances get longer. And I think the, the jury is still out on it if highly motivated wants to. Sure. I know for sure Essential Quality does. And so 
Uh, oh, look, uh, a lot of times when races look wide open and people start thinking you need, to, you need to use 27 horses because you just can't figure out which one you want, that's when I always encourage people to take a stand. That's, there's, there's a ton of value in finding one horse and locking in in a race like this. That's great advice. Michelle, you feel that the same way I do? Or are you going to spread here or are you going to lock in on someone? I think I'm going to I'm going to probably end up locking in on like a top 3. Um as you know, we were talking about the horses a little bit more today and I was kind of trying to scan over them and you know, factor in the the new shooters and everything. Like JK said it overwhelmed and then you really start to look and some of these horses are almost impossible to right. to give a shot to. And it's the derby. Anything can happen. It, it, you know, mind that for Giacomo. They're both knocking on my door right now. Like, hey, don't forget, crazy things can happen. Crazy things um, often I do, do happen. That, I do think this year there's several really good horses that could could still do the job. J.K., I know you have to go. We appreciate you coming on the show, and you guys do such a great job on all your pods that you do and your TV appearances. We're bit, obviously Michelle and I are big fans, and we thank you for having us on the network. I have one last question for you. I'm in the handicapping contest on uh, uh, Express Bet. I just want one piece of advice, just one great piece of advice to play for all the contest players who are listening. Well, I'm in that contest too, so this could backfire on me. But, okay. Um, you gotta be. You just gotta be aggressive. Be aggressive. Um, you know that whole. I, I don't care what the minimums are. I don't ever look at that. I just fire. Fire. I, I love something. I fire. Figure out the minimums later. Okay. Very good. Thank you, J.K. Have a great day. Have a great derby and a great Oaks. And stay safe out here and enjoy wrestling tonight. Guys, we'll see you soon. All right. Bye. Jonathan Kitchen here on the Owner's Box. Michelle, I, I feel like we got a lot of great information. I think we've we've given people uh, uh, a lot of stuff to think about. And uh, I feel really good about this year. We did it fast. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. I like it. And we got to keep it concise. And then we'll be back next week with a guest. Yes, we will. Hopefully, like the Derby winner. How about that? Right. right. Well, maybe we've already had the Derby winner on. Special good luck to everybody that's joined us on this uh, on this podcast that has a horse running or has an interest in a horse running. We are very well represented this year, Billy. I know we are, and we we got to pull for someone to win because we got to keep the karma going. Uh, special thanks to uh, Taylor Made Stallions. Special thanks to In the Money Media, who has really taken us in. Uh, like family, and I know you're going to have a great time at wrestling tonight. I'm going to do more work on uh, Derby Day and uh, Oaks Day and do a little handicapping tonight. Everybody out there, have a great time this weekend, and uh, keep listening to the show and subscribe to our show too. Make sure you go on and subscribe to our show, subscribe to the In The Money Media Network, and get that done so we know that you're out there. And uh, if you have any questions about horse racing, you want to get involved in ownership, email me, billy at littleredfeather.com. You can tweet at the show, at own a horse, at the Michelle U, at BKLRF. Michelle, you're the best. Enjoy it, and uh, call me later. Thanks, Billy. All Bye. right, guys. Have a great day.